this. Um, God is good. God is in the house. God wants all kinds of music. How about you? God, music is a gift from God. The Bible says in Zephaniah 3.17 that he rejoices over us with singing. I think he's singing along. So let's pray. Lord God, I pray that you would touch our lives through this gift of music that you have given us. Thank you for those who have come to help us, to lead us, and to serve us. And I pray that in this moment, we would meet you in a new and powerful and personal way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Why don't turn to somebody near you? Say, howdy.
our soul tunes, country music, Sunday, yee-haw! Yeah, that was a lot better than the first one. Sometimes you guys are really good with your yee-haw. That was awesome. Hey, it is great to have you guys here. Thanks for coming out. As I said, we're in the middle of a series, and we would love to invite you back next week or the following week, and then every week after that that you'd like to come back, you're always welcome here. In fact, that's one of our values here. Everyone's welcome, and we know that uh, God welcomes you as well as we do. It's so great to have you here. Our prayer through this series is that God will use music, as he has done throughout history, to speak to you in a real and personal way. We believe that God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. And hopefully, over the next few weeks, as you listen to the music, as you respond to what God might do here through our services, that you will be blessed and encouraged and strengthened, and he will do something special to you. That's what we've been praying for. But it is great to have you here. If you can find your information you got on the way in, to draw your attention to a couple things. We'd love to interact with you, to hear about what God might be doing in your life, good, bad, or something in between. We would love to hear that. You can connect with us online, through social media, through our website, or you can use this card here that says we're glad you're here. You can fill some information in that. Drop that in the offer plates in a moment or hit those boxes on the way out. Uh, that'd be a great way to connect with us. We want to invite you back. You know, our, our series goes for two more weeks, and after that, we're right uh, starting our Easter series. It's going to be awesome. Home Sunday, the kids are going to be singing. I know they're already working on their message, their songs. It's going to be awesome. And then, obviously, Easter Sunday is a great time, not just to celebrate what God's doing in our lives, but also to, uh, to invite others into that, too. So you can think about that, too. Uh, you know, read through the information in here. Connect with us. Uh, God's going to do some great things. Ushers are going to join me up here. Come on up, guys. We're going to dive right back into the service. We're going to talk today about what it means to have a, a down-to-earth, a simple faith. But I want to tell you, and you know this for sure, that simple doesn't necessarily mean easy. And if you are going through it, if you find life right now and it's not easy, if you're facing a difficult time, if you brought in a little bit of those struggles with you and it's just can't get them off your mind, maybe the smile that you're showing me right now is just on your face, deep inside, you're dealing with some stuff. If that's you, I just want to let you know that we'd love to pray for you, love to encourage you to take a moment to do that. And know that God loves you, that God sees you, God responds to you if you call out to him. We believe that. We know that's true. So let's pray. Father, we love you and we thank you. You know that you're here. We celebrate the fact that you have uh, shown us yourself in so many different ways through music. We pray that you continue to do that. We pray that you bless the music that follows and the message from your word that it would encourage us as we worship you by giving back a portion of what you blessed us with financially. We thank you for that. And Father, I do pray for the individual today who's just going through it. Maybe it's a struggle, or maybe it's worried about something coming up this week. It's something, something they just can't get off their mind. They're hurting, they're anxious, they're worried. Father, I know you see them. And I pray in this moment, and over the next few moments, that you would speak to them, that you would encourage them, that you know that they're not forgotten, that they're not overlooked. You said you'll never leave them or forsake them. You're right there with them. Encourage us, Father. Speak in only the way that you can. We give you the rest of this time. We love you and thank you for who you are. In Jesus' name.
wanted to go over and uh, let's talk a little bit. And uh, thank you to you and to your guys. This is Scott, man.
I'm longing for you. So a little bit of that country flavor already. Um, and then in high school, I started, I, I was listening to the worship team that, I was a freshman or sophomore, and the seniors were putting on like uh, a Middle Eastern version of Our God is an awesome God he raised from an And then the next one would be like some reggae version of Amazing Grace, right? Maybe y'all want, yeah, what do you call it, Amazing Grace? And, and like, man, that's like really inconsistent. What if we all played, I played piano, what if, what if we put a band together? And we did. We got a little pretty good that uh, my senior year in high school, we uh, led worship at a ski retreat. In Michigan, of all places, Hollywood. and uh, this girl, um, after we performed the song uh, Free by Stephen Curtis Chapman, uh, she gave her heart to Jesus because she wanted to be free from her sin. And I knew from that day that I wanted to use music to reach people's life and then uh, and show them, point them to Jesus. So I went to Cedar Road University, got a degree in that, I got ordained in the Christian Missionary Alliance, I'm an ordained minister. Uh, now I try to I reach people outside the church, bring them into the church, point them to Jesus. Amen.
sort of a metaphor to Joseph's coat of many colors in the Old Testament. And for her, it's a gift of her mother's love. Oh. I was thinking, what would happen if different people in the Bible wrote country songs? Like if Abraham wrote a country song, you'd be, I said she ain't my wife because she's both my sister and my wife. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if King David wrote a country song, it would be, I know I shouldn't have been looking, but the babe in the bathtub caught my eye. <laughs> One more. Uh, Peter in the New Testament. I know I don't have much to say, but I can't shut my mouth anyway. <laughs>
And God doesn't want that for anybody. He's not trying to spoil our fun. He's trying to set us free. He's not trying to limit our freedom. He's trying to give us kind of real life that comes when we do the right thing. When we allow God to forgive and change and transform your life. And as I thought about that, you know, sin is deceitfulness. The fact that, that I just kind of, I'm tempted to just excuse it and explain it away and maybe blame it on other people. Instead of saying, you know, it's my fault, it's my deal, it's wrong, and I need forgiveness. And that's the way to freedom, right? The way to freedom is not in denying it. The way to freedom is in facing it, owning it, and giving it to God. So I don't know what change you might be dealing with today. Like today. Today. But God does. And he knows how to forgive you and set you free. And the key to that is being willing to bring it to him and admit it to him. Lay it at his feet. I love the fact that when we're real and honest with Jesus, he accepts us just where we are, just the way we are. Obviously, there's no point in trying to pretend we're somebody we're not or, or uh, you know, fool God. Make deals with God, to play games with God. There's no point in any of that. He knows us better than we know ourselves. Which is why the Bible says that we confess our sins. He is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I love the fact that at the beginning of the verse, it says, if we confess our sins, not all our sins, not every sin, it's kind of like the sins I remember, right? I mean, I can't even remember them all, but if I confess the sins I remember, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from what? What's the next word? Purify us from all, all unrighteousness. What a deal. What a deal. I bring to God everything I know, everything I can remember, everything I, I, I understand about who I am and how broken and fallen I am. I bring myself to Jesus and I accept his grace and forgiveness. When he died on the cross, he died for you. When he rose from the grave, he rose for you. And he is here today, in this moment, for you. To give you a new beginning, a fresh start, a clean slate. Um, anybody know what that is? What's <laughs> your love is? I mean... <laughs> It doesn't matter how uh, how much I mess up, which I eventually will do. I mean, I've seen people do amazing art with an edge sketch, right? But every, all you have to do is move one dial the wrong way at the wrong time, and you got a mess. And then what? Oh, we turn it over, we shape it, we say, "I need a new start." Anybody need a new start? I need a clean slate. I need the grace of God to make me new and keep me new and walk with me. And I'm never going to live a perfect life, a sinless life, but I can live the kind of life where when I sin, as quickly as God brings it to my mind, I surrender it to Him, I confess it to Him, and I walk with Him in newness, in freedom, in the change of God. Because of Jesus. How cool is that? How cool is that? So I was thinking about the moment that we're in, the now that we're in. Um, I know you might be a student, and class is, is hard, and um, you're facing some challenges. Don't quit. Don't give up. Don't give in. <coughs> Experience the presence of God in the moment that you're in. Maybe he's teaching you something that'll last a lifetime. Uh, maybe you're, you know, Thinking about getting married, or maybe you're newly married, and the relationships aren't as easy as you wish they would be, and maybe you've kind of messed up and been wounded or wounded somebody else, don't give up. God wants to change you and, and, and make you the kind of person who adds value to every one of your life relationships as you learn to forgive and be forgiven. Learn to extend love and receive love. God's teaching you something in the moment you're in. 
Maybe your, your work is challenging right now. Maybe your finances are messed up right now. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't turn back. Give them to Jesus and watch what he does. Learn the lessons God is trying to teach you right now. Invite him into the moment. Don't deny his presence in the moment. Now, this is really real for me right now. I was talking to Nancy just the other day, and I said, this is an interesting season we're in. Going to retire at the end of June, and I don't know if you've heard, but God did a miracle. We sold our house in five days without this day. And uh, we're sort of like, well, that <laughs> uh, That's kind of good news, and uh, it's, a, it's a little unusual news. I don't know what's next exactly. We don't have another house. We're not there yet, right? We're from here to there, and we're in the middle somewhere. And we can see kind of what our plans are from now until uh, this journey that we're on here. We've got, we're loving every minute of it. Leaned over to Nancy and said, how fun is this? I get to do this with you guys today. God is here. Nothing I'd rather do. But in a few months, I'll be in a different season and I'll be in a different place. Now, here's the weird, here's the weird thing. I don't know what's next, and I'm okay with that. Now, I was thinking about it, and I thought, kind of sounds like peace that passes understanding. Kind of sounds like that sense of being um, so at peace and in the right place at the right time, knowing God is at work, that I don't have to see the rest of it. I don't have to. I know the God who has. Where are you? What's God teaching you? What season are you in? Bring it to Him. Offer it to Him. Invite Him into it. Because here's what I know. God has a grander purpose for each one of us. Bigger than we'll ever fully understand. He's at work in you because He wants to do something through you. And the, the hard times and the and the tough places, I was thinking about James chapter 1 the other day. And I remember the first time I read it in the Living Bible. Dear brothers, if your life is full of difficulties and temptations, then be happy or when the way is rough, your patience has a chance to grow. So let it grow and don't try to squirm out of your problems for when your patience is finally in full bloom, what is the next phrase? Would you read it out loud? Then you will be Again, then you will be ready for anything. Read the rest. Strong in character, full and complete. That's what God's trying to do in you. So don't try and squirm out of it. Don't, don't run from it. Bring God into it, right? Bring God into it. So I was thinking about the fact that when I was eight years old, my dad died on our living room couch. Tuesday night on 7 o'clock. We were watching Dolby Hillis. And um, we had no idea the turn life was about to take. Over the next couple of years, my mom was single and trying to make a life for us and have a job that would work for us. And eventually she remarried. She remarried my uncle, my father's younger brother. Uh, if you look at the Old Testament, it's kind of a Bible thing. <laughs> Except that my uncle was kind of the opposite of my dad, and uh, we didn't get along at all. And as a 10, 11, 12 year old, my life fell apart. My family fell apart. I fell apart. I had to repeat a year in school. My future didn't look very bright. And at that time, the Lord did a number of things in me. To keep me running, to keep me steady, to keep me on track, to keep me coming back. When I got out of high school, I wanted to get away and I headed out to Western Canada because there was this little Bible college out there. Not only did I meet God there in a new way, I met the woman that shared a journey of my life. 
God put me back together on a lot of different levels. And it's been a journey. I've had more than my share of Christian counseling. I've needed lots of friends to stand by me, walk with me. And most of all, I've needed fresh grace, God's forgiveness, healing, and help. I was thinking about the fact that here, now, here I am now, uh, 40 years of pastoral ministry, five different congregations, an amazing journey, and I get to do this now here with you. And sense God at work among us. And it doesn't get any better than that. And it's all because of Jesus. I mean, he's Help me, change me, forgive me, and he uses me. And he's here to do those things in you. Not only now, but every day. Every day as you walk with him, as you die to yourself, you take up your cross and follow us. What, what a life. What a journey. What a privilege. What an opportunity. And so I just want to pray. I want to pray for you today. Maybe today is your day. You know what? You know what I learned in, in uh, almost 40 years of pastoring? Some people come to church almost every week but don't know Jesus. Some people have met Jesus and had an experience with Jesus but allowed that relationship to just play, struggle. And wherever we are in on that journey with God, we need His goodness and His grace, His forgiveness and His help. And He is here for us in the real world, where we really are in this present moment. And He's here for you. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I thank you that I don't have to pretend. I know I felt there were times that I did. And you were there even in those moments loving me in my struggle and in my womb and in my brokenness. And I just, I want to love you back today. And I thank you for the privilege of being with my friends here, our family. And you have spoken in ways that only you can through the message, through the music, beyond the message, beyond the music. And you know who it is in this room right now that needs to give their life to you, maybe for the first time or for the first time in a long time. So I pray that they would have the courage of their conviction. They would pray, Lord Jesus, I do need you. I believe in you. I receive you. Forgive me. Come into my life and make me new. And Lord, I believe you hear and answer that prayer right now. And I pray that you would give us the courage to live that out one day at a time by your grace, by your strength. Lord, I also pray for anybody who's kind of wandered or wavered that feels far from you today for whatever reason. May you draw them back, Lord. We give you ourselves again. We need you. Forgive us. Fill us. Free us. Break the chains in our lives. In Jesus' name. And Lord God, I pray for our entire congregation that there would be a new sense of health and that instead of maybe trying to impress each other at times, we just try to impress you more. Not by ourselves, but by your love and grace. Help us to love like you love. Help us to give like you give. Help us to serve like you serve. So while we're praying, the one's looking around, if this was your day, if this was God's word to you today, and you say, Pastor, I needed this, and I claim it, I pray with you this morning, just raise your hand and say, yes, I'm in. Just right where you are, yes, I'm in. God, I thank you for every hand raised and every life changed. I pray for all of us today that this would be transformational 
the beginning of something new. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Go with us now through this week and may you fill it 